0: episode 18 of This Game Wear, episode 5 of our lockdown specials, with me, Chris, and me, Ashley. Hello, everybody. With trousers on today.
1: Yeah, I've got trousers on today. Good. Did I ever tell you that I've switched? This is a really old man thing to say. I've switched my trousers. I don't wear jeans so much anymore.
0: Right, what do you wear, then?
1: Uh, like, trousers, trousers. Not not suit pants or whatever, but I think they, do they call them chinos? All right. yeah. I think I wear chinos.
0: Yeah, I bought two pairs of chinos uh, a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. Let me Let me stand up. I've, this is the second time I've shown off these look. Yeah, it's like that. That's what I wear. I just find them more comfortable.
1: They are? Yeah. I don't, it makes me think, why was I wearing jeans so, for so long?
0: Oh, jeans can still be comfy. Je- yeah, but they're not like these, are they? No, they're a different world.
1: I avoided non-jeans trousers. Everything that I wore was jeans. I was always in jeans.
0: Now you've gone the other way. Yeah.
1: Because I've realised that jeans are shit compared to these.
0: I mean, rubbish compared to these. So Chinos get the this game where silver seal of approval, do they? Oh, yeah, they do, yeah. Brilliant. That's, what that's are you it. wearing? Seems no. we're
1: doing a porno start-up.
0: Porno start-up?
1: Yeah, that's always, you know, like, dirty telephone calls start like that, don't they? <laughs> what are you do- wearing?
0: There's nothing dirty about this.
1: <laughs> Why? What are you wearing? I'm wearing a pair the, the, of... The question, I can't hear that question and not think dirty telephone call... That says
0: a lot about you. I, I didn't infer <laughs> that in the slightest. Oh, dear. I'm wearing a pair of grey jeans that are like not quite jeans. There's kind of stretchy denim type fabric. Uh, you're you wearing cool. je- jeggings,
1: it sounds like. you say. Are you wearing jeggings? No. I think you might be.
0: Maybe. Are you
1: accidentally that? wearing jeggings?
0: I don't think so. The only way to check with me is to take them off and check the label. Come on then, take them off. <laughs> now it's gone dirty.
1: <laughs> that is inevitably where these phone calls go.
0: So we start these conversations with our, our highlight of the week or last two weeks, I should say. I'm guessing for you, that's probably going to be your highlight of the last two weeks, isn't it? Seeing what? Well, talking about, talking to me about taking my trousers off.
1: Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, your actual highlight like then? Uh, I don't have one, Christopher.
0: <laughs> not not one.
1: <laughs> no, not that like I can think of.
0: How are Come sweeties? back to me? How are Sweeties that came through
1: this week. This sweets are good. I showed you them earlier, didn't I? There's another one i've brought I've brought one of each down
0: snap cracker snap crackle yeah
1: so. is that was that the right way around yeah yeah that's a snap crackle swizzle snap crackle
0: one on those ones with like um popping candy in
1: yeah, but they mm. don't have enough in they they're supposed to be you know like one bars mm. they're supposed to be like those but they're not as good as one bars
0: I like you got popping candy like what you have with it and you can just open your mouth and just audibly force it out eject it,
1: yeah. Refreshers, you know do those, drinks. don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that. these all came in a. Uh, this is the second. We might it's as well sick. just do a sweets. Yeah. A sweets podcast. Uh, this you show me sweets and They all came in the same pack, like a big variety pack of of chewy sweets.
0: So you'd recommend that pack then?
1: Definitely, yeah. I think it was like twelve pound.
0: Other sweets brands are available.
1: Well, we don't have to do that. We're not the BBC.
0: <laughs> what's What's your highlight? Uh, my highlight has been I've watched a few uh, comedy box sets on the iPlayer. I've watched all of Dave. I watched Dave as well. When did good, that go on it? to the iPlayer? So the first episode went on about four or five weeks ago, and I think they put mm. the whole box set on. I just watched it all in about a week.
1: It w- it was really good. Yeah, it, it really yeah. was. Do you have, do you have a favourite character? Gator. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't know it's about Gator, but yeah. I liked
1: him before, but then when he... When when he had his own episode and it showed you like him being a hype man for all those other people and then he sort his of came vul- out as bipolar, his, his vulnerability, yeah, yeah, his vulnerable episode. But that really switched me on to him, and I yeah. thought, what a what a brilliant man.
0: That was the same the same point for me as well.
1: So relentlessly positive about <laughs> yeah. things in so the lead up to that as well.
0: For those that are listening that don't know what Dave is, it's a sitcom. Possibly would you describe it as Yeah, BBC. an American
1: situation comedy about a rapper called Dave.
0: Who raps about the size of his genitalia.
1: He's not talking about how large his penis is.
0: No, it's quite the opposite. It's a bit of fly the Concord-esque in the fact it's it's undermining, but, but he is actually very genuinely good at rapping and I believe he actually is a rapper. IRR His name well. his actual
1: name's Dave Bird, isn't
0: mm-hmm. it? I think Gator is is actually a rapper in real life as well. Is he really or Gator? I believe so, yeah I've done a little bit of
1: What what's his name mean? I can't remember what his name uh, means. What was it? A
0: greater Going above the average, G-A-T-A. He said in one of the episodes. So I've watched all that. I've also watched all of Shrill. Have you seen any of that? No. So Shrill is... I guess. Shall I guess? Go on then.
1: Is it a comedy about feminism?
0: What made you say that?
1: Uh, Because calling a lady Shrill is a classic way for a man to shut a woman down.
0: Ah, I wasn't aware of that. It's
1: been noted by a great many people in the feminist movement.
0: Right. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, Yes, it is a comedy about feminism. It's about a... Yeah, well done. About a lady who I think lives in LA or some other nice city in in America who is a journalist and uh, suffers with body image issues. And it's about her overcoming that. And it's just... it's, It's really... It's about girls, but not quite as on the nose. I found girls a bit po-faced at times. Whereas I can't uh, remember
1: who. I know. I know girls. It's got that lady in. What's her name? Lena Dunham. Yeah, Lena Dunham. I think she was on. Yeah, it was uh, the holiday one with Richard Ioadi.
0: Yes, she was in Travel Man.
1: Travel Man. Yeah, yeah. I liked that episode of Travel Man with Lena Dunham.
0: They went to an island near Spain, didn't they? I think.
1: I can't remember where they went. I just remember that they were a good couple, like a good comedy duo. Yeah.
0: So that's been my highlight, watching lots of TV comedy, which has been taking my mind off uh, things that have been happening in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean,
1: I suppose I share some of those highlights. Um, have you watched
0: Kidding? Not yet, because I really want to watch that. Because I know you've you've recommended that to me before. It
1: is phenomenal. And the first series was brilliant. Uh, the second series came out a few weeks ago. On I watched it on Sky, like Now TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for again, for anyone that doesn't know Kidding, you should watch it right now. It's got Jim Carrey in. But in quite a different role to anything that you might have seen him in before, except maybe, and without any coincidence, Turnal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind.
0: Is it one of his serious roles?
1: It's a serious role, but it's so funny. So it's it's written, I think, or at least created by Michel Gondry. Okay. And it so kidding is Jim Carrey in a role as a like a Sesame Street leader, you know, like a children's television entertainer. Mm-hmm. And he is very earnest and um really invested in like the wholesomeness of his persona and off the back of that he gets divorced and the first series is seeing him unravel just trying holding on trying to hold on to his persona and it all just coming apart slowly over ten ten 10 episodes and then the second series I can't tell you what happens at the beginning of it but it's Um, him trying to pull everything back together in the aftermath of him unraveling okay it's there's an episode in the second series which i think is probably worthy of being rated as some of the best television i've ever seen really yeah and i'm not even being that's not even hyperbolic to say it was so moving and emotional it was beautiful
0: Right, I will get on that because I have been wanting to watch that for a while. And now that I've finished Dave, that would be a good thing to watch. You know, nice comedy to take your mind off what's going on in the world. It's uh, always a welcome break, isn't it?
1: It's not the kind of comedy that will leave you uplifted.
0: Oh, you had to lean to the mic for that one,
1: did you? It won't leave you feeling light and airy. It's not, as I say, the typical Jim Carrey fare.
0: But Dave isn't a comedy that left me feeling uplifted. I just genuinely really enjoyed watching it.
1: The ending of Dave was brilliant. The situation he ended up in and the fact that he ended up there I it took me a little bit by surprise mm. because I didn't think it would end there I think that his unrelenting confidence in himself left me thinking that things were going to end up on an upbeat note and they didn't oh. not by a long shot and I was quite glad of that the only the only thing that I would maybe say on that was that you could see it coming, but it all sort of felt like it happened a little bit later than it should. Like is, is, I mean, I can't, again, friendly. I no. won't, I won't talk <laughs> any further. I won't go into it any further than that because it would ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it. But uh yeah, it, it was a surprise, but maybe too much of a surprise. But so a good
0: surprise. That gets the, this game where seal of approval as well. So we've had so far, we've had seals of approval for Chino's sweetie boxes and dave that's a, a good start to I'm a kidding. podcast i think i'm kidding sorry yes shall i start talking about the game then
1: yeah what game is it
0: so it's what the golf what the golf yeah what, what golf. the golf is what well, do you want to tell people what what the golf is so what the golf is in a nutshell and this is by the developers themselves it's a golf game for people that hate golf that's the yeah. way they're selling it <laughs> which is <laughs> which is fantastic
1: i've got a proposal for you okay my proposal is that we change what this podcast is about. This flow Yeah. Like, from right now. Because
0: shall, I, I, shall I keep my trousers tu- on?
1: Yeah, keep your trousers on. Right, okay. Uh, because otherwise, it might get worse for you, this situation. Right. Because I think we should change this podcast into a hard-hitting investigative journalist journalism podcast. Right. In which I expose all of your hypocrisies. <laughs> That's what I think we should do.
0: Like you started teasing out of me with Animal Crossing last time.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's a thread I'm
0: going on. And the reason, do do you have any idea why I might be proposing that? I really did not enjoy listening back to Animal Crossing episode because it made me feel very uncomfortable, again, listening back to it when you started exposing my uh, myriad hypocrisies.
1: Right, well, I've got another one for
0: you. Right, what's this then?
1: Do you remember when you got your Switch and you were asking me about games that you would like to play? Right, And I recommended, well, I recommended Stardew Valley, but I also recommended Golf Story. Golf Story, yeah. And what did you say?
0: Did I play it to yours? You did, yeah. It was okay. It wasn't
1: like. Yeah, no, that's not what you said. You're trying to backpedal. You you probably slammed it. You did a Stardew
0: Valley, like a a suplex into the mic on Golf Story, yeah. I've got um, roast into glasses, though. I I genuinely thought I didn't touch that at all.
1: I had to push you to play it because you you wrote it off as oh just golf. It's I don't like golf and I don't like golf games was something a, a paraphrase of what you said. Sounds fair. And and now you you coming in coming on here coming on this podcast touting a golf game.
0: Yeah, but it's not a golf game. That's the twist. Well,
1: neither's golf story. That's a little RPG, wasn't it? We'll come back to that.
0: We'll right. come
1: put a pin in that one. Tell us about tell us a bit more about what the golf. Because so, it's is, it's is the sort of game that I quite like, I think.
0: Oh, I, I really think you would as well. So mm. this game came out for Windows and Apple Arcade back in September 2019. Have you had a tinker about with Apple Arcade at all?
1: No, because I, I don't have any Apple products. Are you aware um, of what it is as a concept? Yeah, I'm aware. It's a subscription service, isn't it? That, it is. That Apple put out. And it, it was lauded very highly when it when it started up last year. And actually, what the golf might have been one of the games that it was lauded for.
0: It's, I've not investigated Apple Arcade at all, because I just don't really like the the concepts of it. But I know there are, like you said, some some very good quality games on there, supposedly. So it came to Switch on 21st of May of this year, 2020, our Lord. Oh, so you've jumped on this one. Yes, I have. Yeah, I've got got it instantly. Now, the reason I got it instantly was because it came out with some very, very good reviews in relation to it being on Apple Arcades, and it, it has portable to Switch for a reason I will Uh, cover in a few minutes when it initially came out it's £17.49 but when it first came out they had 25% off taking it it down to £13 and I thought "Mm, I'll do quite a look at this game I'll I'll get it now while it's got that bit of money off and I I really uh, did not regret that decision at all that's always good it's developer is a company based in Copenhagen called Triband it's the only game they've released so far again they're a very small company and it's a crowdfunded game through FIG Ah, right, we're back to Fig. Back to Fig, same as Etherborn then.
1: What, yeah, Etherborn. I was going to say, what was the game that came out that was put on Fig and it was Etherborn?
0: So. I should talk about the gameplay a bit. That'd probably be the best do, wouldn't it? So yeah. it's a golf game for people that hate golf. Every single level is a surprise or it undermines itself at every turn. And that's one of the things I really like about it. it is, is how tongue-in-cheek it is and it has such a fantastic sense of humour. It's genuinely a very funny game. Now, I know a lot of games go out to say, oh yeah, we're funny, or people say in reviews, oh, it's a funny game. But I can't name many games that actually make me laugh out loud. Whereas this one... Made me laugh. I was constantly playing with a smile on my face. Hmm. So for that, uh, can you think of any games that make you laugh or smile or whatever?
1: Just when you said that, I thought there are definitely games that make me laugh. I just can't think of any right now. I thought of Monkey is Island. That... Yeah, but these days, if I play Monkey Island back, it, it doesn't make me laugh.
0: Really? No, I've just not been really. Over familiarity.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a different kind of comedy as well and humor, isn't it? And even... I don't know. I'm not going to lay into Monkey Island because there's no, nothing really right, bad yes. to say about Monkey Island. No. <laughs> That's an episode in itself.
0: This is just a very... It's a very surreal game, which is what I like about it. Well, so
1: is it physics-based? It's physics-based yeah. sort of... Uh,
0: yeah. So Go every on. level is, as I said earlier, is a surprise and it's it tries to wrong-foot you and stuff. So the first, very first level you play, it's a standard golf game in the fact it's two buttons. You... Control the direction and the strength you want the ball to, to go, and then you just press another button to send the the golf ball flying off. The very first level, it sets you up with that. You've got your your golfer with the club in his hand, and you've got the full meter that you fill it with power, and then you shoot the ball off. Only it isn't the ball that goes flying off, it's the actual golfer himself, <laughs> who then gets flung across the stage itself, and that's well, the very, that's very the first th- level. Yeah, right, very okay. first level of the game. And then you are constantly then trying to get him to, the, to the, the flag at the end. I noticed on the main menu today, when I was having a little look at it again, there's an option called um, show a friend. And you go into that, it's basically about a three, four minute long highlights reel of like the best 10 courses or whatever of the game, that uh, these are kind of like the ones that really illuminate it the best to a friend, which I thought was a really interesting idea.
1: Yeah. Also possibly a bit of a, is that a good idea? It's like putting all your, all your best bits are you film in a trailer?
0: Yeah, I can see what you mean. There are levels I've played that I that aren't in there that I would have put in there. So these are maybe the ones that developers oh, thought. Maybe it's yeah. ones that just show the game in the best light or something. I don't know, but yeah, a bit a bit like a trailer. So as the, long the,
1: as as long as it's not the only good bits of the game. No,
0: no, then no, no, that's far fine. Far from it. So the the fact is, two buttons. I noticed when I was playing it today. It's touchscreen on Switch. You can play it just. I literally I was playing it this afternoon mm. just by using my finger. Like my index finger. Now, there aren't many games on Switch, I don't think, that utilise the touchscreen. What do you think? Uh,
1: there's, uh, voice, voice utilises the touchscreen. There are screen.
0: some, but I just feel that as a concept, there aren't there aren't that many.
1: But you know no. why that is? Why? Because you don't have not very many people have touchscreen televisions. So when you dock the uh, yeah the console, <laughs> I thought that was obvious. What I what I like generally is for the touch screen to be used when it's best so for games like voice they have an alternate control scheme for when you're playing it on the television right but it's not it's not the same as playing it
0: in your lap i think Um, having played both i think i prefer this game personally with the touch screen it felt more responsive i felt yeah
1: well that's what i mean so like uh, with it coming from the iphone or whatever from Mm. tablets Mm. then it, it seems like that would probably be the way it was built in the first place. And therefore probably the most intuitive control scheme.
0: Yeah. So as you said, it's physics based. I've, I've jotted down some of my favorite levels in the game. I'm, I'm not going to read out all of these because number one, it's a list, No, You hate lists. And number two, the game. In itself, I, don't, I, <laughs> I think I don't, I don't hate lists. <laughs> I just think,
1: I think that, you know, it's not the bread and butter. They're really your list. go to, aren't they? Yeah. You love you love a good list.
0: And part of the game's appeal, or well, the big bit of the appeal, is the fact that when you're playing a level, it's the, the way it undermines itself. Is that if I start telling you, here's some really good bits, it might ruin the surprise for some people. But yeah. some of my favourite levels are there's a series of levels where you're controlling well, a, a swivel chair,
1: okay. which obviously yeah. comes okay. with its
0: own physics yeah. Uh, yeah. issues. There's levels where you control footballs. So in terms of golf, obviously you, you shoot the ball, shoot at the golf term, I don't know, you hit the ball and you wait for it to come to a stop and then you then have to take a, a second shot. Whereas football, you constantly can do the shooting, which so it. it
1: you never told the game me you were a, a golf expert. Oh I, well, you know I'm shocked and I'm shocked at the level of your golf knowledge there. Just <laughs> the tell us again. You, you you what? You whack the ball.
0: Yeah. yeah. You do with a
1: your, you do a shot.
0: You do a shot with your with your, your big bat with a grey bit on the Your end, sticks. Yeah, he sticks. Did yeah,
1: it, you do a shot with his sticks, and then yeah. the ball goes goes to a different place. Yeah, and I, as I understand, you miss this bit out. You have to chase after the ball to where it goes.
0: I think that's how golf's played. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then when you get there, you do it again. Yeah, that's golfing. Yeah, golf.
0: Yeah, just okay. Yeah. We're, on, we're on the same page now. There's a series of ones that are based on games. There's a portal level that I played earlier on today. Oh, right. Okay. There's cool. some that are rip-offs, parodies or whatever of Mario, of the very first Mario game. There's some Angry Birds-type levels where you're shooting your golf ball to, to clear things that explode. There's a series of 2D ones. My my favourite one that genuinely laugh out loud was where I started playing the level and it was a hole I was controlling, a little teeny tiny golf golf ball-sized hole. And you get it towards the, the green where the flag is and it's a gigantic number one painted on. And you the hole physically goes into the number one and it came up on screen saying hole in one and that really made me laugh okay <laughs> so at the well, end of at the end of every course it comes with this like kind of pithy phrase uh, which are quite uh, funny so for example there was a football level where you had to get the golf ball into a goal at the end and it came up saying goal and there was there was one where you were controlling some sausages and it came up at the end saying "worst party ever which amused me it's very very similar to WarioWare. That's the closest match I could think of yeah, this game. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I was
1: just thinking when you said about controlling the hole. There's a game called Donut County. Have you heard of Donut County? <laughs> yes,
0: I have. That's a very good uh, parallel to draw there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a similar zaniness. Uh, I think Donut County for anyone. So to to create a nice long chain of games. Don't well, long three. What the golf? So Donut County, and then Donut County kind of reminded me when it came out of uh, of Katamari massive. Yeah, instead of having to, to build the ball, you're, building, you're making the hole bigger so you can absorb more and bigger things. But the thing that reminds me of Donut County when you talk about this game is the
0: zaniness, the mm. off-the-wall nature of the comedy. It reminds me in terms of the, the, the comedy and the style of it of Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, I could definitely see that, yeah. It's got that same minimalist approach, the way the characters are, are drawn, which I personally really like. I think it's a really nice art style. Mm. It's got two-player, so you can play with a friend. Okay. Which is good, because obviously it's very simple, just those two buttons. Are you playing side. this with your daughter, or is this so, game just for you? I started playing it with my daughter watching and she was howling with laughter watching me play it. So then she took Mm. over and played a bit by herself. Then we went into the two-player bit. She found that too difficult to play against somebody. So we dropped back to playing one player and she hasn't been interested since it. It um, was a bit too fiddly for her because the two-player is a bit like that um, showing off thing where it's it's 10 levels and some of them were just... It was the pitch, the difficulty pitch was was all over the place for, for her.
1: I've I think playing two player games with when you someone that's played games a lot I think it's a difficult art um, anyway and it's definitely one that I haven't mastered. Yeah, I find it very difficult to regulate my own gameplay to be in line with what the other person's capable of. Yeah, does that make sense?
0: No, I I agree.
1: Playing games with people that don't have those skills yet, it it's. Not, I don't. I just don't find it fun anymore. No. Well, I, I never found it fun.
0: I've had times where I've, um, if we like a two D platform, for example, against each other, and I get to the end of the level and then and then wait for her, which yeah. you know, just to keep it fair, and obviously that's not really playing it fair, but
1: it's just know. a strange, a strange situation. So, like, New Super Mario Brothers was a fun game, and it was really fun when you were playing it on the DS on your own, and then when they gave, brought it to the Wii and you could have like four players all playing at once mm. and i had to play the level at the same pace as other people not mentioning any names <laughs> that that weren't as well versed in the in the art of platforming as as one such as i wow quite uh it it was just tedious frankly i i got to the point where i was having to you know y- you end up having to find a different way to enjoy the game so the way that i found to enjoy the game was to in Antagonise with the players by throwing them off. To sound like different you. platforms,
0: you do. <laughs> no, I've never, Really, I've never enjoyed the new Super Mario Brothers games.
1: Really, mm, not even them. the ones on the DS. No. Oh, that's a shame. Why, why is that? I don't honestly
0: don't know. Hmm. they the first find them one... as, as enjoyable. I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is about them.
1: The the ones on the DS, I I think are. I'll say that a little bit clearer because I just, just said with everything the DS. Uh, the ones on the DS, the games on the DS are great, I think, one and two. But then the ones where you have to play with other people are just a bit of a pain in the ass because of the other people. Mm-hmm. The The actual games, I think, are pretty good, and the level design is often quite good. The, the thing that was frustrating a little bit, but not really in, in context for the DS versions, was that the levels were very short. Right. But then going back to the old old Mario games, Mario World and and pre Mario World games, uh they were actually quite sure you could do yeah, them are. in like thirty seconds a yeah, lot definitely. of the a lot of the levels. So it, it's just the way games have come on. They're not as they're not as good or as Fortnite, don't think, as anything Mario Galaxy um and beyond.
0: No. Which one's your favourite Mario then? Out of curiosity while we're talking about Mario.
1: Oh, what a question. How um, is that how is that related to what the golf Mario I'm... Golf, Toastal Tour on the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my favourite. Well, actually, I say I say that. I, I've i never played Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. Right.
0: So you're just trying to link it back to the episode itself.
1: Yeah, but to... I do own Mario Golf Toadstool Tour and I've owned it since about 2007 because so... I bought it. Second, you know, I was talking about Granger Games, uh, either last episode or the episode before. That's another game that I bought from Granger Games. And it was the first Mario Golf game that I bought because I've got this strange thing. You know, I said about I really like any game that's got fishing in. I just really like doing fishing in games. Right. Well, it's the same with golf. I can't stand golf. I hate golf. But any golf game, I'm well into. And I bought my Mario Golf Total Tour for the GameCube when I was at university and I remember being on the tram on the way home with it in a little bag, being well chuffed that I'd bought my first golf game <laughs> and being really excited to play it. And I think I played it for about 15 minutes and then never got back to it. I had important uni work to do. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, the golf is perfect for you then. It's a golf game for people who hate golf. There you go. This is for you.
1: Bringing it back round to the actual point of this podcast. Yeah,
0: I'd yeah, be good concern.
1: The hypocrisy element of the okay. new format is what I mean. Golf Story is the same sort of thing. It's it's a, uh, well, it's not the same sort of thing in terms of gameplay. It's an RPG style, a, a very light RPG style of golf game that also goes in quite zany directions. So, uh, and also goes off the beaten path. And if you were to play it, and I would highly recommend if you like What the Golf, that you play Golf story. It's hard to know what to say about it without ruining it. But there are levels where you don't play golf; you play frisbee. For one, okay. There, there are levels that are set in like a haunted wood. So you go in and you you have to uh, hit skeletons with your golf balls, and it's got it's got a similar sort of. Uh, Comedic bent to it that you you will probably enjoy. There's there's all sorts of, uh, uh, of different ways that they subvert the the game of golf to to make you smile and to make you laugh.
0: I wonder if it's on sale at the moment because we've been talking earlier today. You and I have been talking about the e shop sale at the moment. There's a, a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, if Golf is on
1: sale, I would buy it. I think I bought it full price when it when I got it, and it was well worth that. What the golf presumably you would recommend that highly as well.
0: I would definitely recommend this game. It's I had a look earlier. It's not currently on sale, which I was quite surprised about. I thought it would be because a lot of games are on sale at the moment. But uh, it's seventeen forty nine. I don't know if maybe it's, it's worth that amount. I think £13 that I paid for it is is a, a decent amount for it. Okay. From what so it's sort of online, walk in the tightrope. It's, it, it says it, the, to finish the game is a few hours, is what a few different websites are quoting. But that's to do the main story. So each game, level then has subsequent challenges you open up within which each one again shakes at the formula that's been established within that level itself so it might be for example you've got to do the same level but complete it under a par for example or it might be if one level you're firing a cat into a hole uh, this time you've got to fire three cats into holes instead of golf balls and things like that that again are are shaking it up uh, themselves it's one of the rev- uh, reviews I, I read said it's good, clean, family-friendly, accessible fun, which I think I would completely agree with. I think this is a game for literally everyone, and I would highly, highly recommend this game.
1: Okay, good. So what I'm getting is, yes, buy it, but not not at the price that it's at. And actually, also, it sounds like it might be a victim of um, of the Switch inflation yeah. thing. So... Because how much was Apple Arcade? I think it's like five pound a month. I,
0: I think it? five pounds a month as well.
1: Yeah, so you're talking three months of Apple Arcade, yeah. which would get you access to this and other games, yeah. or this game. So yeah, I think that's I, I'm as obviously I haven't played it, but I think that's something that people should consider or or might consider if they have it's, access to both.
0: Seventeen forty nine, you know, isn't huge amount for games you and i were speaking about hat in time yeah. for example that's on sale and that's 17 pounds at the moment and i'm totally yeah. comfortable paying that for but that's i think a meatier game this is it's, yeah it's a bit more of a flash in the pan and has that novelty value and it, and it is fantastic it's so enjoyable it is so much fun it is genuinely funny i yeah. think 13 pounds that's a probably to me seems like a good middle ground
1: yeah okay because it's it's not just a it's not an a straightforward equation as it is about the entertainment and enjoyment that you get out of it. And Precisely. It, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's good to hear, and I'll certainly be looking at it, but I might wait for you to bring it round to my house when yeah, we're that allowed. sounds. that
0: sounds fair. Yeah. Whenever that will be.
1: Yeah, whenever yeah. that will be. So, um, I feel like we might have reached the very depths of our golf knowledge.
0: We've scored a hole now, in one with that.
1: I mean, I don't... We've, we've, I'm not endorsing... We don't. We don't endorse Chris's jokes on this podcast. It, by the way, no last Chinos, Mario, Golf, Total Tour. What else have we endorsed? All yeah. the other stuff, yeah, but stuff. not Chris's jokes. Not, not Chris's jokes. He keeps speak, making them. I've told himself. him to stop, and he, he doesn't listen. So, uh, thanks ever so much for for chatting with me again this week, Chris. I'll uh, I'll look forward to your next one before our next podcast for our next episode, if everyone could be so kind as to go and sign up for Twitch... We have got a charity live stream happening on Saturday. So, just a couple of days from now, it's in aid of Chester Zoo. I will be streaming for about 12 hours at the very least the game Planet Zoo. I'll be building Chester Zoo in Planet Zoo. So, if you've been watching those videos, then you might enjoy this. We will also be giving away some games, some of which we've got three copies of the animal, uh, sorry, the Planet Zoo DLC, the Arctic Pack DLC, which is the latest one that we were very kindly given. By Frontier, So you need to be on the stream to have the op- opportunity to win those. Beyond that, uh, we'll see you next week. This Game wears a Specky2Guys production. Music for the episode is provided under Creative Commons license by Stevia Sphere from the album Television, which can be found at steviasphere.bandcamp.com.